in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. The Sea of Galilee is magnificent. It looks like a big blue egg, about 14 miles long and six miles across. At the northern shore, where the event in today's gospel took place, there are many uh, grass-covered gentle hills that form a kind of amphitheater suitable for people to sit down and to listen to Jesus as he preached to them from St. Peter's boat. The call or vocation of the first apostles, Peter, Andrew, James, and John, is the summit of this page of gospel. There were fishermen of the Sea of Galilee. Jesus' teaching was followed by a miraculous event. The miraculous catch of fish is obviously a revelation of his divinity. When he invites them to follow him, Peter and the others respond with alacrity and also with humility. They leave all, everything of their possession to follow him. By reflecting on this event, we learn something about God's dealing with ourselves. He calls to each one of us and looks for our response to him. Are we ready to bear testimony to others of our faith in Jesus Christ? Are we prompt to answer and to go? After preaching from Peter's boat, Jesus told him to lower his net and to catch fish. And Peter, who was a fisherman of good common sense, knew it was hopeless, totally hopeless at that time of the day, and also so near to the shore. It was totally hopeless to catch fish. The work was done and it was not fruitless. But he had faith, faith in Jesus. And so he said, at your word, I will lower again the net. St. Peter was very prompt and also obedient. And as the result of this promptitude and obedience, he made a huge catch of fish, which he immediately recognized as miraculous. Frightened, impressed by the power of Jesus and recognizing his divinity, he fell on his knees and he said, Depart from me, O Lord, for I am a sinful man. We see in this event that faced with God's presence, with the divine presence, man becomes suddenly aware of his nothingness and feels 
a deep need to humble himself. Kneeling as Saint Peter did is appropriate for this. And this impression of nothingness is even expressed by the human body. People of today would say body language. But not just Peter, but also all of them were amazed at the miraculous catch of fish. Amazement to be in awe is a normal reaction to our experience of the majesty of God. It is why as soon as you enter in church, and the traditional Latin Mass is wonderful for that, you understand that you are not in a meeting room where you meet with your buddies and you chat. No, immediately you are in awe. You understand that this place is different. It's a sacred location that brings in your soul suddenly reverence, silence, respect, adoration. There is a second level of meaning in this spectacular event. By giving preference to Peter, Jesus singles him out for a position of leadership in the church. The large catch of fish symbolizes the many members of the church. We are the fish and we are very happy to be in the net. The net of sanctifying grace. During the night of fishing, the four men worked a lot and they accomplished nothing. Following Jesus' order, their work was very fruitful. And it is the same for us. Jesus telling us, without me, you cannot do anything. Without the sanctifying grace, our efforts are in vain. There is no merit, no advancement in union with God. It is why it is so important to keep our soul as a beautiful yard, you know, in the state of grace. And as soon as we need, we go back to the confessional and we recover the state of grace and the yard of the soul is nice again. It is a good time for us also to examine what is the motivation, what is the engine of our life? What is my daily motivation? Vanity or greed or personal glory or desire to be well considered by the world around me, to be well seen by the others. If we have labored without Christ and without his grace, now it is the time to change direction, to seek the will of God in all things. In the current situation of the church, it is of course faith that keeps us loving to the boat and also attached and believing the boat of St. Peter. The faith is something objective. It is a faith received from the apostles. It is also the mass of the ages. It is also 
the traditional catechism of the church, the tradition of the church, and also the divine constitution of the church. We are not in charge to explain why we see, even inside the boat, so many strange things in contradiction with the faith. A kind of uh, plan of post-modernization, if you want to understand the last decades of the history of the church, you know, it's easy to memorize that, that we, because you know, in the Gospel of St. Matthew, St. Matthew describes the boat shaken by the waves and the wind, the storm. So if you want to understand more deeply, you know that the first wave uh, of our modern times was in the 60s, 70s, modernization. And it was supposed to bring wonderful fruit in the spring season, but we didn't get that at all. And now we face a second wave uh, that is called post-modernization of the church. We are not in charge to explain and to lecture the supreme authority. What we see is strange and totally foreign. And we have the ability to say that we do not understand that. The mystery of iniquity, as St. Paul says, is a mystery. In the faith, we stand peacefully and also firmly for the sacraments, that the sacraments that sanctified our fathers, we stand for the constant teaching of the church that led so many generations to eternal salvation. The church, the boat of Peter, is not an entity uh, researching a new identity. The church is the ark of salvation established by Jesus Christ, who himself is the way, the truth, and the life. This human life is a spiritual combat. In this regard, St. Paul in today's episode says to you and to me that the sufferings of the present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory to come that will be revealed in us. These words of St. Paul should fill our souls with hope and confidence that God will come to our assistance if we ask him with humility and persevere in prayer and good works in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.